I am the Flash. My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the Green Arrow. Welcome to Entertainment Talk TV and CW Superheroes. They are Entertainment Talks podcasts for the television that we are choosing to talk about. And the CW's DC superhero shows. The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Arrow and possibly Batwoman. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing today? Good. Bit of a different intro. Had to think about that a little bit yesterday when uh, we talked about that. So, uh, Yeah, essentially what we're doing is... Um, because we want to talk about this whole Ruby Rose as Batwoman thing, and that will be the first thing we'll be talking about. Uh, and you said you want to talk about some TV stuff, and I'm like, okay, we are going to do gaming as well. So we we sort of said, uh, well, I said about combining them and just putting because uh, it's TV related. It's just basically combining two different things. And uh, there's nothing spoilery to talk about with the DC stuff. It's just some casting information. So don't worry about that at all. Uh, we won't be spoiling anything. Um, but yeah, let's get straight into into that. Uh, Ruby Rose, who uh, I myself know from Orange is the New Black, uh, which I just finished season six of. I might talk about that a little bit in a minute. Um, but she, uh, well, m- most of the characters in the show are are lesbians, and I definitely don't mean that in a bad way. It's just a, it's more of one of the story things in Orange is the New Black. Um, and, it's uh, a descriptive rather than a pejorative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's what most of the characters are like, so it's kind of normal at this point. Um, but yeah, she has been cast as Batwoman. We talked, what was it, three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. About the announcements from the CW that they want to do a Batwoman show. Of course, if you missed the previous announcement, um, Batwoman is going to be the focus or the story for this season's crossover. We still don't. Do we know which episode that's for? Because I know that they moved the air dates around a bit um so we'll have to see which episode that actually is but uh of course that news from coming from that news of course we wondered who would be cast to play the woman because somebody needs to do that still uh but ruby rose who i know from orange is new black is going to be doing it uh and i'm i'm pretty happy with it uh i don't remember her character too much in Orange is New Black, but I don't remember too many bad performances from that show. And what I remember of her character isn't necessarily anything bad. Um, do you know her for any, from anything specific? Yeah, I was going over her IMDb page. There's nothing that really jumps out at me. Okay. Um, I've seen two of the movies that she's in. Uh, John Wick 2, oh, yeah. John Wick Chapter 2, and then Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. I vaguely-ish remember her in both of those movies, but I can't say that she really stood out in them. Okay. Uh, but then again, John Wick, it, it's hard enough to stand out in a John Wick movie being John Wick. Um, so I can't imagine any of the other characters standing out. Right. Uh, the first John Wick, I only remember the main protagonist because he was from Game of Thrones. So. Okay. Uh, um, I, I haven't myself seen uh, John Wick 2 yet. I've seen the first one. Um but yeah, I, I've seen, I saw some clips and some news stuff yesterday from her and John Wick too. Uh, what do you think of the, the choice? Uh, I personally have no decision on it either way. Like I said, I was going over her IMDb page. She's been in nothing that I've seen outside of John Wick 2 and the, the Triple X movie. 
Uh, she did have her character was Stella Carlin in Orange is the New Black. If you're not overly familiar with that series, okay. Uh, she did Pitch Perfect Three, which there's no reason why I would ever see that movie. Uh, she's got yeah. a movie coming out here in a couple weeks called The Meg, which is short for Megalodon. So it's just another bad Jaws knockoff movie. Oh yeah, I've seen two trailers from that recently i think it was when yeah. i still saw the incredibles and maybe when i saw uh, ant-man and the wasp yeah and she was in that uh, australia tourism parody i don't know if you ever saw that or not but that was something that they showed over here in the states it was basically like a next generation crocodile dundee um okay. but it was just a parody of making a movie like that it was just a big tourism thing uh for the country of australia but it was one of those that they threw a ton of talent at it. They had uh, Russell Crowe, both the Hemsworth brothers, uh, wow. Hugh Jackman, wow. Danny McBride, Margot Robbie. Pretty much anybody that's from Australia and famous was in that parody. Okay. But it was basically, the, the the premise of it was Danny McBride was the son of Crocodile Dundee. And he's coming home to Australia to discover his roots. But it's basically a New Yorker. Um, and it was actually kind of funny. I honestly fell for it. I, I will fully admit that I fell for that. It's a gag. They didn't say, oh, we're just teasing you until like a couple days after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so I honestly thought they were making a Next Generation uh, Crocodile Dundee movie. Mm-hmm. It, it was that well done in terms of uh, um, casting and script and shooting. It, it was very high budget. Cool. Uh, but past that, no, I mean, I did not know who that was when they announced it i had to look her up and i was just like okay well i got no i got no plus i got no minus so we'll just see where it goes from there okay yeah i remember when because you were actually the one who sent it to me uh so Mm -hmm. um that was kind of cool um and then like i looked at because obviously in messenger the image is only small for the fun now so i clicked on it and saw her image and i was like i recognize that face somewhere and then when someone said orange is new black i was like oh yeah i've seen her in that before um because orange is new black has got a lot of side characters so you won't necessarily remember everyone and she was kind of one of those um but no once i saw like her face and orange is new black i sort of uh, connected the dots a bit um what do you think the chances are that this gets picked up to a full series now well i know they're doing test footage of it obviously they got to do some test footage uh yeah uh for her how the for the costume how it looks how it fits things like that um so they'll do a they'll do a lot of that stuff and you never know you gotta remember um uh deadpool that when that test footage got quote-unquote leaked Mm. at one of the comic cons that's what that was the real big push for when that movie actually got made so yeah uh i i think it's quite likely um these dc shows have been quite successful for cw and they they are quite a lot of percentage of their shows at this point um, oh, it's easily 75% of their shows yeah. is anything from the, the CW franchise. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and they might do a thing to where they uh, retire Arrow and then replace it with uh, Batwoman. Maybe. They said um, 2019 for Batwoman, so we don't know if that's like mid-season in terms of uh, like what Black Lightning did or if that's like ne- end of next year. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'm still pretty excited. Uh, I quite like the uh, the casting choice. So, um, good stuff, I think. Good stuff. Um, 
Alright, let's move on from that and talk about, uh, you wanted to talk about Cloak and Dagger, and I said I've seen it as well, so I will talk about it with you. Um, what did you want to talk about with it? Uh, I just wanted your thoughts on it. I mean, I can okay. um, go ahead and talk about my thoughts. I really liked it. The two uh, cast, the two main characters for it, I thought they were very well cast in terms of their presentability. I'm not overly familiar with the uh, um, the storyline as it is per se, outside of knowing that they're almost always paired up. I don't know that they've ever been, there's been like a strictly cloak comic run or a strictly, you know, dagger comic run. Uh, but Olivia Holt and uh, Aubrey Joseph both do really good jobs in the series. Uh, it's also cool to see uh, Gloria Rubin acting again because I haven't, I mean, she's been in stuff, but I haven't really seen her, seen her since the uh, old uh, ER days. I don't know if your TV history goes back that far. I've, I've heard a lot about ER and stuff. Um, it was a phenomenon at the time. Uh, it was one of those shows that it went way longer than it probably should have. But mm-hmm. um, And she's done a lot of stuff since then. She was in a few episodes of uh, Law and Order, a few episodes of Falling Skies, um, Saints and Sinners, which I never heard of. She did a couple episodes on The Blacklist. She, most people... In the modern, would probably remember her as Krista Gordon from Mr. Robot. Um, and she had a brief run on Blind Spot. Um, but I remember her mostly from ER. So. I'm trying to remember her from Mr. Robot. I roughly do. It's been, it's been a bit, little while since that show has been on the air. So. Yeah, her character was uh, Krista Gordon. But like I said, I've never seen any of them. She's on like three episodes in season two and two episodes in season three um i tried to watch that show but i got so bored the half halfway through the first episode that i just couldn't it was like such a slow pacing and such a such a monotonous slug through that first half hour that i just couldn't watch it okay i ended up quite enjoying it i mean it, you know we can disagree that's perfectly fine um mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the third season picked up quite well as well. The second season wasn't good. Okay. Um, but no, I thought it was a good series. I did think that there was like one or two episodes that were a bit like meh. Um, but it started off really strong. I really liked the uh, the double pilot that they, they made. I, I guess because they, well, they released two episodes at once, whatever it was. Um, I thought the finale was really strong. There was just a little bit of the sort of middle episode sort of issue that it had. Um, I like the idea of them, the two, like, teenagers, one's got, uh, Cloak, obviously, one's got a dagger, um, mm-hmm. there was, there's been a lot of talk about, like, the similarities between this and the Runaways, which, uh, <coughs> recently had its very late run over here in the UK, because that's what happens sometimes in the UK, we got, we get shows, like, six months after, <laughs> or something, um, basically no UK broadcaster had picked it up at the time it was on Hulu, and then I think, like, six months later... Or something like that. Um, Sci-fi in the UK uh, picked it up, um, and then we got a ten episode, ten a weekly, ten episode run. Um, but yeah, it's got a lot of similarities to the Runaways. Obviously, both uh, Marvel properties. Uh, I did. Uh, this is a bit of a coincidence. I did. Um, there was uh, one of the stars of the one of the cast from the Runaways on this week's uh, Collider Heroes, which was brilliantly co-hosted by uh, Amy and Coy this week who of course have taken over from not just John Schnepp but uh, John Roker because he has um, stepped aside as the host and he basically has, has handed it over to Amy and Coy um, which is a little bit strange because he's I don't know it was a bit strange but anyway they had um, 
one of the uh, cast from uh, The Runaways on there this week. Uh, the episode was actually released, I think, yesterday. Um, and they, Koi, Amy, and this other guy were talking a lot about the similarities with The Runaways and with Cloak and Dagger. Um, and he, like, he didn't say anything about crossover, but he said, like, you know, the possibility that things like that could cross over. So, um, I, yeah, I enjoyed the first season. I think it did a good job of setting up, um, the second season, but still having a decent story for its first one. So, like, with everybody being kind of established now, I'm a bit more excited for season two. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with that? Yeah, I mean, I was I was going through the cast, and it's one of those things that it always drives me nuts when I should recognize somebody and I don't. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, Emma Lahana, she played uh, the detective Bridget O'Reilly that uh, the cloak character works so much with with the police department. Right, right. I should have recognized her. Um, she's actually, and this falls into a weird category of, you know, from me, from my college days, uh, she was a Power Ranger. She was actually the oh. Yellow Ranger on the uh, run uh, Power Rangers Dino Thunder, which is back in 2004, and that was back... Um, I actually technically had two college runs. I had like a... 93 to 96 where I was kind of half taking it seriously half not and then I did the adult thing where I was working for a living and then I kind of went back to school most you know semi full-time to finish up my degree and power I don't know why but Power Rangers always weirdly kind of centered me Mm -hmm. I guess it's because I trained a lot in martial arts and so I could look at it more in the abstract and not as just a um, brain you know brain melting mind waster I could look at it as something to focus on Mm -hmm. and so I've seen most of the seasons, most of them are garbage, but every now and then a few stand out. And I really liked that run because they kept it pretty simple. And I completely did not recognize her as that character from uh, Power Rangers on the show. And I saw all the shows and I didn't even know it until I was going through the IMDb page. And I clicked on her because I was curious what else she was in. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> and that's so cool. weird. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, well, now you know. So. Uh, yeah. Even even more to look forward to in season two, I suppose. Yeah, especially. Um, do we want to get into spoilers at all, or do we want to skip that? Um, I wasn't going to, but we can kind of. Uh, okay. I think you. I think I know what you want to talk about. The the. That's, I'll just say the reveal at the end. Is that what you? Yeah. Would, well, yeah. yeah well, the reveal at the end of the last episode. It'll be curious to see her coming back to season two. Mm-hmm. I will say as soon as the incident to her that happened just before. I did think like okay, are they setting that character up for something, um, and then they were. So uh, that's kind of cool as well. Yeah, and that's also kind of the cool thing of them doing shows on uh, freeform. Uh, prop. Well, not on freeform, but on properties that uh, you might not be familiar with because then you don't see all the coming. Um, like for you know, like for Spider Man and for uh, you know shows like that, to where you're familiar with the characters and you're familiar with most of the storylines when something big happens you're just like yeah okay that's a thing Mm -hmm. but with this one i don't know if that character's name became a marvel you know significant in the marvel universe or not Uh, that's one of those things that it could have it could have not i I have no way of knowing Mm -hmm. so yeah it's cool no i enjoyed i enjoyed it so that was great um Alright, uh, the other two things, um, yeah, the other three things I just want to touch on for the rest of the episode, uh, Orange is New Black, I finished season six, which just aired, 
it's it was a good season. It obviously continued from what it did last season and uh, essentially has this is a small spoiler, but it has all the inmates in uh, maximum security basically. And uh yeah, kind of takes itself from there. They introduce these like sister characters. Um the season ends weirdly with like characters going in different places and stuff um there's one major thing i won't talk about because it's a big spoiler uh and it involves the main character um but i thought no i thought they did a good job with the season um i did talk about this also last week on tv talk uh with chris as well which we uh, released last week friday um have you seen any of the show uh no but then again like i said i'm not a fan of the show so okay um, but no, it's good. Uh, I think there's it's been renewed for at least one more season. I think it got renewed for five, six, and seven in one bunch, or it might it might have been six, seven, and eight. I'm not sure, but I know it's at least got season seven um, still still remaining. So that's kind of cool as well. Uh, yeah, the hundred I finished that yesterday for the season finale. I was a couple of weeks behind, but I managed to get caught up. Uh, interesting ending where they essentially again they change what's happening in the main plot and uh throw you a couple of like curveballs and stuff um there was a couple of episodes in the season that were like meh sort of thing um but they did a good job with having the 13 episodes as opposed to the network 23 i think or 22 whatever whatever they usually choose these days um, still very invested in the characters. There was one point in the episode in the finale where I was like, I don't like where this is going at all. And then they like, kind of flipped the table on you. Um, and I was uh, a bit more happier with where it, where it was going. And they, they set up next season very well. Um, I think the whole war thing was interesting, but like they should have had a little bit more side plot with some other characters. Maybe there was just you know something a bit off with the season, but. For the most part, I enjoyed it, and uh, like I said, I'm still very invested in the characters. Um, it's it's sometimes difficult to get into a show where like you're invested in the characters, but in order for them to be continue to be interesting, they have to do interesting stuff, which you know turns towards the plot and the story. And if that's iffy and kind of eh, it can be a bit difficult to get into because it's like I'm interested in you as a character, but you're not doing anything interesting. Um, like sure some of it was interesting with like the war and that but uh and like some of it got perhaps a little bit too political but in like a network sense um but when that sort of stuff is in tv it does get a little bit of annoying um and sort of you know how how i've described politics as like bickery before it it does get a bit like that where it's like oh i slightly can't trust you so i'm gonna lock you in a room or or something like that and those things just go a little bit too far sometimes uh but no as a whole i still thought the season was good um there's probably other seasons i thought that were better but certainly i think it was season three when they tried to do the ai thing or or the uh whatever it was they tried to do that season i think it was season three or four and that was you could point at that as the worst season of the show so still very good looking forward to season seven i think this was season six that just wrapped up so that will be, I think that's turned into a mid-season show now on the CW, which airs like sort of with iZombie, kind of, or like after it or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like after in terms of after the season is finished, not like in the same slot or whatever. They're both mid-season shows anyway. 
Um, and then the last thing I have to talk about this week is um, a bit of a, not a preview, but like, uh, basically Nashville is going to be ending tomorrow on Sky, uh, it's either Sky Living or Sky Witness, they've like renamed the channel and some shows have been affected by it and some aren't, haven't rather. Um, so it's in this weird weird bit where sometimes in the intro bits to shows you'll see Sky Witness and sometimes you'll see Sky Atlantic. So maybe they haven't fully transitioned it yet. But uh, no, I've been watching the show for six years. It's been through through a few bumps. It got um, cancelled at one point and then moved to a different network. It was originally on ABC. Then it got cancelled after four seasons. Um, and then it got picked up by a network called CMT, which I guess is something country music co- television yeah, country music television um which makes sense because that's exactly what the show's about uh yeah and it also follows the trend of of uh, uh television stations that were all about music transitioning mm-hmm. out of music and music videos into other things but at least they're doing something su- substantial and not like you know endless episodes of jackass <laughs> yeah um but no, then they, they picked up for season 5 and 6, and before season 6 aired, they said this is the last season. Uh, it got cut down from 23 to 16 episodes, which I still think is fine. Um, I will say this has probably been the worst season of the show. Main My main problem with it is it's had such a lack of music, and it has turned a little bit from a musical drama into, like, basically a drama with music. Um, they cut back on, like... Like, they had the the whole boy band with Avery and Gunner and, uh, what's the new character's name? I can't remember. <laughs> they have those in there, um, and they weirdly called themselves, like, the exes, and then they reformed as the boy band, because the girls basically left. Um, so you've had them doing their tours and stuff, which has been really, really good. But then every, literally every other character that does music, apart from maybe, like, Maddie, um she's doing her like startup music literally every single other character that does music hasn't done anything this season they had um i don't know if you're familiar with uh hayden Panettiere. she was in uh heroes probably that's what she's most known for she was also in like yeah. i love betty cooper or i love you beth cooper or something um she, she is supposed to be one of like the musical characters because not every single character in the show is musical some of them are like you know assistants and producers and whatnot she was supposed to be like one of the main big musical stars of the show and like they gave her this weird they've given her this weird plot where like uh she's suffering with this weird um or different type of depression i can't remember exactly what they called it um i think it's something to do with when you uh i think it's postmortem or mortem depression is when you have a baby and you fall postpartum postpartum that's it uh i believe that hayden herself actually did suffer from that when she was having her baby uh, funnily enough, the baby got written into the show because she got pregnant, and uh, they said, "Hey, we still want you on the show. Is it possible we can just literally write you in and have like instead of her li- instead of her character being pregnant and you faking the pregnancy, you could like have her on screen like that. Uh, not for the whole time, of course, like that sort of stuff. Um, but no, she was basically taken completely away from the music for the whole season, uh, and she signed up to this like." well-being camp sort of thing uh, and that turned out to be this like scam but that took like 14 episodes uh i was just a bit disappointed w- with what they did with certain characters um in terms of their music and and that sort of stuff um because yeah literally the only big stage stuff that they that have done is with the three boys and even that has had like 
drama, it had this drama when like this girl came in and she said to this guy like oh, we'll keep it casual and then she got with one of the other guys in the band and that caused drama itself of course uh, I feel like I'm making the show sound absolutely terrible but it's not it's just been it's just had problems this season because uh, there's been some really really good episodes where they had like some massive like music stuff and it was it's been really really good uh, and they've um, had this like teenage drama stuff that's happened that I just don't quite know what happened with the decision making in this season where they decided okay let's just have more drama essentially and less music because uh, I kept as I kept going through the episodes I was like oh they're gonna have music surely in like a couple of episodes or so um, but it hasn't quite been like that so uh, well the problem with music and being a music based show is that you know eventually somebody's got to write that music and then maybe so, yeah. the the writers that were responsible for the music didn't come over when they transitioned off of one network to another or maybe um, the writer was doing something else or maybe they thought they could replace them with a better music writer and that wasn't the case it's one of those things that you'll never really know because no one it's all internal stuff yeah. and nobody's ever going to talk about that so I mean, I still like the show itself because um, it's still good old Nashville with the characters that I like. It's just I don't like what they did with the plots and the music, basically. Uh, but I watched the penultimate ever episode yesterday. It finished, and I was like, okay, you've got 42 minutes left. There hasn't exactly been an end game set up. So the episode comes out tomorrow, um, and I don't know what's going to happen. So we'll see. Uh, it's already aired over in in the in the US. Uh, it was only like a couple of weeks behind, actually, which was quite good. Um, but I haven't seen any major spoilers or anything like that, so we will see what happens with that. It should be. Uh, I I'll probably. I don't know if it'll be next week or like the week after, but I do want to do like a send off podcast, like a series review kind of thing. Uh, talk about the 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 good days as well with the show. I'm not saying it's like fallen to pieces. It's just this season that they've had some problems story wise. Uh, but I'll probably give that a bit of a send off podcast in a couple of weeks. Um, we don't have any emails this week, um, and I think that's all the stuff we wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah that's all the stuff I needed to talk about. Cool. So yeah, so thank you all very much for listening to this episode. Uh, we do have housekeeping and stuff as well. In fact, what I'm going to do now is tell you about today's uh, sponsor and how to get your ad-free podcast. Then we'll do a bit of housekeeping, uh, and then I'll uh, tell you about everything else, basically. So, we'll see you in a minute for all that. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge one dollar per month and get your ad free podcast it's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at entertainment talk it also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either and as always thank you for listening okay that was today's sponsor and how to get your ad free podcast now i'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping um so last week, me and Robert, uh, as we mentioned a little bit earlier we did do an ant-man and the wasp review uh which was 
you know, kind of cool. It's a cool Marvel film. Um, I also did review uh, The Incredibles 2, which I also mentioned as well. Um, I have, as of today, recorded, edited, and scheduled the rest of Classic Reviews Season 1. There was only a couple of episodes left, and I knew what I wanted to review, so I just went ahead and did those podcasts today. Uh, so check out those. Uh, 3pm every Monday for the next remaining weeks, I suppose. Uh, so that would be kind of cool. But this week, I did uh, The Shining. I didn't like it at all. Uh, and I talk about why in that podcast. I don't want to talk about that film anymore. Uh, I don't want to think about it. So um, go and check out the podcast if you want to know why I didn't like The Shining. Yeah. Also, um, I was going to talk about this elsewhere. And you, if you need to edit this out, go ahead. I had a thought after I saw... Because you didn't uh, mention that you were doing that before. And then I saw that. And I was just like, you know what would be a really cool idea? Is if I came up with like a list of classic my earlier movies that you probably haven't seen and then just do reviews on that and see where we go from there so maybe yeah it's an idea we need to brainstorm uh, brainstorm a little bit more but um yeah we'll see well because uh, you had the idea of like doing rental reviews and and stuff yeah, yeah i'm gonna type up a couple of things like i've mentioned before on other podcasts i hate the sound of my own voice <laughs> uh so i'm not gonna record uh, a podcast on the rentals but now that you know, now that I'm I'm getting everything settled in a lot financially, well, not completely, but enough to the point to where I can, you know, start splurging a little bit more money on okay. small stuff. Nice. I've been uh, renting movies off of my Xbox for movies that I kind of were a little bit interested in, but didn't really want to, you know, invest twenty bucks as it is pretty much these days to go see a movie in the theater anymore. But you know, when it pops up as a three ninety nine rental on my Xbox, yeah, boop, I'll take that. Cool. Um, so I got two that I can write now. I'm, I'll probably write them next week because I'm going to be uh, traveling a lot next week for work. Cool. And so, you know, when you're in, in a vehicle for eight hours and four of them, you're just sitting in the passenger seat, you know, fire up the laptop and start <laughs> typing a few things out. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's like if that if you want that to be your thing, um, like because you're going to be the one watching the films. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll, you know, that you can do all that in your own time and stuff. Uh, if you want to put any particular schedule, that's that's entirely up to you. It's like it's like with your um, mixer streaming. That's like I leave that up to you, of course, because that's that's your uh, own little thing that you do. It's still involved in the website, kind of. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll let you do let you do your thing. So. Uh, and of course, I'll if if any of the films do come interest of interest to me, I'll watch them and and read your reviews and stuff. Uh, and we can go go from there. Um, but yes, The Shining uh, Monday, I reviewed that. Didn't like it. Check out the podcast as to why. Uh, what else is happening this week? Uh, we're recording a gaming talk after this, uh, so that should be some fun. Plenty of stuff to talk about there this week. Cause uh, hey, Rock Rockstar is still making video games and uh, they released a little something today so we'll be talking about that tv talk you're listening to that now so thank you for that uh please check out the recent ones that we've done which are kind of cool as well um better call soul uh, uh, better call soul sorry started this week and we started our becoming soul podcast me and david uh that's for the breaking bad prequel of course uh we had the season premiere this week it was really cool uh we did do a preview podcast the week before so that'll be running for the next 10 weeks or so uh, so go ahead and check out those reviews when those come out. And then tomorrow, uh, this is the last thing I'll mention as well, uh, tomorrow my review for Good Girl Season 1, which was an NBC and Netflix UK show, uh, it was sort of the international port thing that they do. Uh, my review for that first season, which was really, really good, comes out tomorrow, so check that out as well. Um, 
yeah, that's it for housekeeping. If you'd like to check all that out on entertainmenttalk.org, that would be very cool as well. If you'd like to support what we're doing here, that would be very nice as well. There's some options of different ways you can do that. Patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can redeem rewards for reviews of your choice and get your ad-free podcast, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Amazon affiliate link. If you do shopping on Amazon, which lots of people do, uh, you can use our affiliate link. Basically, uh, we will get a small cut of the amount that you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So that's a good way to support us as well iTunes, please rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes or on the podcast platform of your choice because there's a lot of different ones out there. And then word of mouth, tell your friends, family, neighbours, co-workers, anyone that you might talk to, they can come and discover the content for themselves and uh, see what they think. That'd be kind of cool as well. Uh, and then yeah, as I spoke about a minute ago, um, Robert's got a mixer streaming, video game streaming channel so you can check that out and I've got one on Twitch. Uh, emails, I should mention that as well. Emails, uh, entertainmenttalkahotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com. Twitter is at etalkuk. There's also the Facebook group and the page, and there's also the email form you can fill out on the website. If you put in your email and your comments, that will get sent to me as well. Um, yeah, that's it for this TV talk. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>